This is some good soup. That is probably my favorite uh, Adam Driver meme currently. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I made that joke last podcast or one of the last yeah. two episodes. I was like, this is good soup. And then yeah. and then when uh, when Pretty Lady was like, hey, I'll come over. I was like, I'm going to make soup because I've been hearing Hell that yeah. meme way too much. So I made homemade tomato soup for the lady. Beautiful. Um, so now I'm still, Delicious. The, I'm still eating the soup because I made a shit ton of soup. So. <laughs> Hell yeah. Soup for days. And that's soup. Okay. So much soup. Tell me. So. What are we doing? This, what are, this time. This oh. time. I am taking the reins. And I have come up with uh, not. A, so originally it was just going to be like a bunch of funny jokes. Okay. Like, here's the thing. You tell me what the thing is. Uh, now it is trivia questions, which oh. I think is much more fun because oh. I actually really like trivia. Uh-huh. So here we are. Okay. So we're going to start out with something easy. So what is a duel between three people called? A threesome? A throol. Ah. That's real. <laughs> it just sounds like I came up with it, but I didn't. A throol? A duel? A throol. But it's throol. <laughs> ah. Okay. Yes, a throol. This, mm-hmm. is, this is stupid. All right. This is pretty great. Uh, <laughs> which Tasmanian marsupial is known for its temper? That one's easy. If you think about it hard enough, you'll get it. The Tasmanian devil? Yes, you did it. All right, so you're one for one. <laughs> um, <laughs> so in public places in the state of Florida, what's illegal to do when wearing a swimsuit? Wear high heels? Sing. What? It's, il- it's illegal to sing in a swimsuit in Florida. That's bullshit. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things that's like not enforced, but it makes me laugh. So it's in the list. Did you know, did I did I say on the podcast that it's illegal to own more than six dildos in the state of Texas? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So There's one in here, that. I think, from Texas that made me laugh. I don't know. Well, we'll, te- we'll, we'll find out. Texas is a fucking shithole right now, but go ahead. Ha 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 ha. Absolutely. <laughs> so who invented the word vomit? Uh, was it a German man whose last name is Vomit? No, it was a playwright, if that helps you. Shakespeare? Yes. William Shakespeare. He came up with the word vomit? He did. He did. Weirdly enough. This one's not in my list, but I remember. Uh, what what movie created the phrase word vomit? Like made it popular, popularized the word the word vomit. I have no idea. Mean girls. Really? That movie's my shit. I love that movie. I'm I love Mean Girls. Pink. Get in get in loser. I quote I quote it, get in loser, we're going shopping. Yes. That's mean girls, That's right? Great. I, that, sure. I, okay. I, it's been a hot minute since I watched the movie, but you can't sit there and say Mean Girls is a great movie. It's so good, and then not. But it doesn't mean I've seen it recently. <sighs> I recently what... rewatched the the uh, extended edition of Lord of the Rings, though. So. I I know I was there for one of them, and then yeah, you did great. And then we didn't finish it because I was like, Jesus, that was three hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. <laughs> okay, next question. How long is New Zealand's 90-mile beach? 19 miles. I said 90. 90-mile beach. Oh, 90 miles. No. 55. What the fuck? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> what? That's real, yeah. You no. Can <laughs> no. Wait, I'm Googling it. We're Time out. Time out. Time out. New Zealand 90-mile beach. Uh-huh. It's 55 miles. You're going to no. be so mad. Wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How long is the 90-mile beach? 55 Around miles. 55 miles. 
90, 90 mile beach is actually around 55 miles long. Mm-hmm. Why? That's stupid. I don't know. I mean, I guess 55 mile beach doesn't sound as good. I don't know. Why is it called that? Why? No, hang on. No, all right, we're going on a tangent. Why is it called that? Okay. Why? I don't know. I also don't know why it's not in uh, meters instead because they don't use. It's uh, 88 miles. kilometers long. Yeah. So why don't they just call it 88 kilometers? That would make more sense. Metric, hello. The story goes that the early European settlers named it because they knew their horses could travel up to 30 miles in a day. So the trip along the beach took them three days. It must be 90 miles, right? Oh, I guess. That's interesting. So that's... Today I learned. Yeah, so that's, I guess, why they called it that. Hmm. I feel like there's another beach somewhere that's the exact same thing. Probably, or something similar. Yeah, where it's a 100-mile-long beach, but it's like 37. But anyways... Okay. The 37-mile beach. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's that's a, that's dumb. Go ahead. Next, okay. Next question. The next one. Uh, in California, you can't legally buy a mousetrap without having a what? A license? What kind of license? A mousetrap license. Close. A hunting uh, license. What? <laughs> yep. What? <laughs> yeah. What the f- okay, what the fuck is going on in California? What? I told you. Oh, here's the Texas one. So in Texas, it's illegal to swear in front of a what? Lady. Horse? No. No. Waitress? No. Uh, A nun. A corpse. (laughs) I fucking hate it here so much. God. (laughs) Why? 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 Oh, this is great. How many teeth does an aardvark have? None. Correct. Okay, so you've gotten three right now? I have okay. no idea. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm so upset right now. Like, this is just upsetting me. This isn't fun anymore. <laughs> it's really fun for me. I don't oh, know what you're talking about. I'm sure it is. Oh. Okay, so who sang about being an egg man and a walrus? This one's easy. Jim Carrey? What? An no. egg man and a walrus? Yeah, it's in the same song. Let me tell dum- you. Humpty Dumpty? I have no idea. No. Sorry, the I would, Beatles. I the Beatles. Like, I don't like the Beatles. I'm so sorry. In the song, <gasps> The Octopus's Garden, written what by Ringo fuck? Starr. Sorry, the reason why I said Jim Carrey is because you said oh. Eggman, and I was thinking Dr. Mm-hmm. Eggman, and then I know Jim Carrey played Dr. Eggman in the Sonic movie, so that's where my brain went. Oh. If anybody was well, curious. I mean- that makes sense. I yeah, sorry, I don't listen to the Beatles. Like, don't like. I'm not. Okay. I'm not saying they're bad. That's not what I'm saying. No, nobody, no, no, no. nobody come for me. I just don't. <laughs> don't no, come. It's okay. For you just. That's not your jam, and that's yeah, okay. It's, it's not my. It's P- totally fine. It's not my PB. That's also jam. like a really weird song. To be fair, like as far as the Beatles is concerned, Octopus's Garden was a weird one. I'm so. sure. I'm sure they're all a mm-hmm. little. That was a little out there. <laughs> what was banned in Indonesia for quote stimulating passion? Is it dildos? No. No. It's a children's toy. What? Is it a, like a like a rattle? Is it a dreidel? No. Is it? No, it's a hula hoop. Who is getting off to these hula hoops? <laughs> I need to fucking know. Why? How? I need answers. I need more explanation. Who is getting off to doing hula hoops? That's oppressive. <laughs> I think I think it was more the the sensuous hip movements. Oh, I thought they were like hula hooping around their, around their dick or something. I was like, damn, that's impressive. <laughs> oh, kind of concerning, actually. Oh. So, oh, this one's good. What was Hugh Hefner's jet named? Like his personal private jet. 
Maybe three guesses. Uh, Air, Play, Playboy Air Force One. No, but that would have been really, that would have been much better. Uh, uh, Playboy Bunny. No. Air Force One. Uh, <laughs> um, pretty, pretty, uh, Mile High, Mile High Club? <laughs> no. Okay, then I got, I got nothing. A big, it was called Big Bunny. Ah, okay. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. That's actually really good. Uh, I don't know. I like Playboy Bunny Air Force One a little better. <laughs> Playboy, Playboy Bunny Air Force One. Uh, what do you call a group of unicorns? A mystical. A blessing. Ah. <laughs> a mystical is pretty good, too. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, according to Russian law, a homeless person must be where after 10 p.m.? In their, in their cardboard box? At home. <laughs> I think... I think I had like a bunch of brain cells just <laughs> fucking explode. What? Uh, yep, yep. They have to be at home after ten p.m. No. Yeah. Do, do we not? Do we not understand the words that are we, being used? Apparently do, not. Uh, <laughs> what? I can't. I don't. Uh, okay. On Sunday, what is illegal to sell in Columbus, Ohio? Sex toys. Nope. Porn. Nope. Orange juice. Nope. Closer. Apple Close. cider. Uh, no. Farther away. Orange apple juice? No. Corn flakes. Because orange juice is a breakfast drink. Typically. Right. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, see? Okay. Breakfast um, is close. Hmm? What, weren't you supposed to eat cereal to, like, stop yourself from masturbating? Like, isn't that... Why are they not doing that like i don't know yeah because that was a kellogg's thing yeah kellogg's was like don't masturbate here's some cereal like yeah that fucking makes sense yeah i don't understand that guy was a weird fella (laughs) he needed some help well he completely revolutionized how we eat breakfast so was he really wrong yes okay yes (gasps) yes Uh, yes Uh, okay okay what was walt disney afraid of what animal Not, was Walt Disney afraid of? An animal. Was it a yes. was it a mouse? Yes. He's afraid of mice. <laughs> did he miss the memo? Like, does he not yeah. understand what he did? I don't, don't don't ask me. I need what? Don't ask me. I just work here. I hate it here. Okay. Uh on average, what is a thi- what is the thing that Americans do twenty two times a day? On average. Look at their phone? No. Go to the bathroom. We do that way more than twenty-two. Oh, okay, fair. Uh, bathroom. Uh, no. Go for a drive. Um, no. Americans open uh, the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. We open the fridge a lot. Eh, I do it not probably less than five times in a day. Wow. No, I open the door a lot. Well, I got yelled at as a kid, like uh, don't let don't let the cold air out. Like know what you want before you open the fridge. I'm not a oh. grazer at the fridge. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'll just stand there and look at the fridge. Like, what? What am I? What am I searching for? I don't <laughs> know what I just do. It's bad. That's fair. What is the car- crossbreed of a donkey and a zebra called? I didn't even know you can do that. Yeah. Is it a you donkey? Know what it is? is it a yes, zon- it is. It's a donkey. Yay! Good job. I like donkeys. That's you my did new- a great, great job. That's my new favorite. <laughs> I need to look oh. at. Wait, whoa, wait, whoa, <laughs> you wait, need wait, to look wait, at a zonky. Zonky, <laughs> a zonky, a hybrid between. Show me a picture, you bastard! Oh my god! <laughs> look at a little baby. <laughs> they look 
cute, aren't they? It looks like a donkey from like the legs up, but the, the, the legs have stripes and I love it. <laughs> I want one. They're so cute. I'm so happy that I can make you happy. Look at the little legs. Look at the little legs. They have stripes. Oh, they're so adorable. Okay, we're done with this. Okay. Uh, what color is the black box on airplanes? Black. No, it's gray. No, it's neither. It's orange. It's red. Ah, fuck. <laughs> uh, what sport has been played on the moon? Golf. Yes, that's correct. Yay. Uh, what's strange about the reproductive system of male snakes? What's strange? They don't have. Yeah. They don't. They don't have. They don't have. No, in fact, they actually have two penises. So they have penis penises. <laughs> they are the definition of a penis penis. They have, yes, they are a penis penis. Okay, great. <laughs> oh. How many noses does a slug have? Two. Four. <laughs> I want to be a slug. I want four noses. God, no, I'm good. <laughs> Native to the Caribbean, what kind of animal is the mountain chicken? A bird. A frog. Stop. <laughs> Stop. 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 Mountain chicken. That's a fucking giant ditch frog. What? When the mountain chicken is one of the largest frogs in the world. Call it a fucking frog. That son bitch is huge. Oh my god. That's a big old mountain chicken. No. I hate this. Mountain chicken frog observation. It's not a chicken. It's a frog. Officially named. It's a frog. It's a giant ditch frog. Yeah, it's a ditch frog. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Oh, okay. All right. What was the first patented service uniform in the United States of America? Sewer. Ghostbusters. The Playboy Bunny. <laughs> You're joking. I'm not. That's I'm hilarious. Not <laughs> oh, ooh. Okay. <laughs> Old Hugh knew how to make his money. Oh, goodness. How uh, many more? 19, how many, how, how I've got questions? two more and then I'm okay. done. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> this one a little longer than I thought it would. Yeah. Okay, so in 1999, what was banned from the NSA's headquarters out of fear that they might repeat national security secrets? What's the NSA again? National Security Administration? Oh. I think. Something okay. like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, what do they ban? Um, yeah. CDs, flash drives, uh, floppy disks. Um, Bluetooth devices. It's uh, a toy, if that helps. Bop uh, it. Um, Furbies. Furbies, you remember there, those? There's a. That means there's a story. That means there's an incident <laughs> with a fucking Furby in the NSA office. What is the story? That's We're covering that on the next episode. I want to fucking know what the hell happened in the NSA office that they banned Furbies. Okay, great. Oh, God. Yep, yep. There's actually a story to go with that. Yeah, okay. that's why I put that one in there. Okay, we're gonna. Ooh. I'm going to write that okay. bitch down, and okay, we're going to cover that. Perfect. All right, I lied to you. There's two more. So what is Scotland's national animal? A fish? A unicorn. Oh, my fucking. <laughs> it's a blessing. And then, and then the last question. In Tennessee, it is illegal to drive if you are what? Not wearing shoes. Not wearing a shirt. No, that's Tennessee. Never mind. Uh, if you are asleep. It's illegal to drive in Tennessee if you are asleep. I'm so fucking glad I moved. Oh, my God. And that explains everything. It, it, that's it. Uh, that's it. In NSA. NSA office. Okay, here we go. I need I need to know more. All right, great. Um, 
Okay. Right, so thank you, thank you to coming to my impromptu hilarious trivia. I need. Uh, I had blood, a great time. I need blood pressure medication. I had so much fun. Yeah. Let's do it again soon. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what also is fun because that wasn't fun? <laughs> is this something that raises your blood pressure? No. Something that does the opposite. It's spooky stories. <laughs> Are you done? Oh, Lord, I think so. Ooh, that was good. I had a good time. Okay. Um, what do you want? Heads or tails? Uh, booty ass, please. Mm. <clears throat> Tried not to. Oh! No! Just fucking yeet it, my dude. Just, it's gone. Dropped it again. Four Ripperino. Hello, cat. Right into the sun. Heads, I go first. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, if you like this, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash Patreon. Wait. Shit. If you like what we do, head over to Patreon at patreon.com slash haunt her. I barely know her. We have two tiers. Uh, $5 tier, you get a shout out. Uh, close friends on Instagram. Access. I think you get access to the notes. Damn it. Every single time. And then the $7 tier, you get access to bonus episodes, which I'm so sorry. It's my fault. I'm super behind, but I met somebody and I forget that I have things that I have to do. I apologize. And then um, you get a sh- also get a shout out and then we will send you a sticker and a note. That's pretty cool. Yes. All right, cool. All the things. Thank you. We appreciate it. You're very much. Very much ongoing support. Okay. Um, anything else? No, that's it. Okay. I don't think so. No, you you tell me a story now. I, Katie Groves. Yes. We'll be telling you a story, which is a listener submitted this topic. Ooh. Called the Furnace Abbey. Okay. Um, Rachel submitted this. Thank you, Rachel. Um, Thanks, Rachel. The history is kind of lame. It sucked. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, that's it is what it is. It's a it's an abbey. There wasn't like a whole lot going on. There was a couple of good points. I was like, ooh, give me that tea, give me that tea. But then it's like, uh, okay, great, thank you. But the ghosts the ghosts are pretty cool. They have some pretty cool ghosts. So you ready? Hell yeah, give me you ready. Give okay. me the history followed by the spookies. So we're going back. We we going back. It's uh the foundation of the abbey was first recorded in 1124. Mm. A a gaggle of monks settled in what is called. Tulketh, uh, which is, is, that, is... Is that a technical term? A gaggle, a gaggle of monks? Of, of monks, yes, correct. It's not a correct. blessing of monks? It's a, it's a mystical of monks. <laughs> um, the uh, Tulketh, um, it's a place in the UK. If you're not from the UK, it's in the UK, and that's all you need to know. So <laughs> the the founder was a guy named Stefan. He was the Count of Boulange and Morton, Lord okay. of Lancaster. The, they, the Lord of Salt, Morton. The Lord of Salt. Ah, that's it. Yes. Yes. It. Um, so, you know, they like their titles. He later became King of England. So, oh. Uh, apparently one of the King of England's founded this abbey. The salty King of England. <laughs> so these monks came from Normandy uh, to form branches from their ho- their home motherland monastery, right? So they branched mm-hmm. off, you know, kind of like that whole thing that they do. Uh, <laughs> later, they moved to the to the Furness Peninsula, which was more of a remote site, which was more ideal for the monastery. Mm-hmm. There was a spot for fresh water and plenty of Ooh. timber and stone for building. Oh, yelling uh, timber. You better move. You better Are dance. You gonna get All right. squished. What? Are you going to get squished as the timber comes down? Oh, I was singing. I know. Okay. 
(laughs) (laughs) Plus, it was located close to the sea, which meant communication to the rest of the known world was there. Because they didn't have cell phones. Ship couriers or whatever. Yeah, that thing. So, of course, there's always some some bullshit when uh, it comes to the church. I think I just realized why when we mail a package, we say ship it. You put it on a fucking ship. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but that makes sense in my brain. Sorry. I think I almost like peaked my my <laughs> my mic. Jesus, the thing holds. Stop the whole it. thing turned red. Damn. Okay. You ship it. Yeah, you ship it. You put it on a ship and make it go. You should. You, you should it. Google that as I keep reading. Um, okay. So so of course there's always some BS. Uh, the order of the Abbey, you know, transferred a few times. Um, that's all I got. Okay. There, there was some drama. It wasn't anything worth noting except that the drama was there because it's a church. It's not perfect. Here Ooh, we go. Drama. So, uh, there was an author by the name of Jocelyn of Furness who wrote the biographies of several saints. It kind of reminds me of A Knight's Tale where that guy's like, I'm a writer. And then he writes some bullshit. And I imagine that that's, you know, how, how it goes. That's fair. You, you find him just walking butt naked down a road. Uh, I, isn't that how we all find things out like from like from, a, things. from from a butt naked guy who writes stuff yes absolutely yeah and just like yeah that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> so this guy though wrote about um the life of saint patrick and it was the earliest recorded writing of saint patrick casting the snakes out of ireland Ooh, fun fact i thought that was pretty neat so that person apparently came from the from from furnace the abbey was in royal favor and a cool spot for the elites. King John gave the Abbey a cup. Apparently, that was a big to do. It was worth twenty pounds in oh. in twelve oh five. So I'm oh, pretty sure. Oh, that's a twenty pound cup. Very heavy. That's not. I know. <laughs> I'm uh, putting out an application for a new co-host. Um, <laughs> uh, plus, plus, they gave them some timber to build up the Abbey some more. Um, they that the. the by the way, if you Google this place, it's not like the small little cute, like, oh, it's like a cute little abbey. This thing was, this place was huge and had Ooh. multiple buildings. So, like, you should totally Google it. It's really pretty. It's it's still kind of around. So, definitely, definitely look it up. Uh, the elites love to be buried around the abbey. I thought this was hilarious. They believe the prayers from the monks would speed up the time that they spent in purgatory. Well. 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 Quail then. Quail. Yep. I don't think that's how it works. No, but absolutely like, not. I appreciate the enthusiasm. <laughs> you know? This this abbey actually was like one of the, at, at its peak, uh, before it was, we'll get there in a second, but uh, at its peak, it was like one of the most well-renowned, had the highest income of like any cistern, I think that's what it was called, Catholic uh abbey in all of the uk wild so like it's it was super renowned super super hopping it was a very like i guess a cool place to like hang out other abbeys came over and they like had people come over it was like a seems like a like a hangout place it was really weird like elites and nobles would come over bishops would come over and it was it was happening it was happening it was hopping and happening at at this remote abbey it was it was it was so of course uh those who contributed the most to the abbey had their F- effigies yes yes okay uh carved and some of that stuff still has survived to this day which is pretty neat 
Fancy. A uh, few kings and bishops were added to the furnace, so obviously they probably contributed the most. And so uh, a lot of elites also, like, asked, you know, specifically this abbey to, like, pray for them and stuff like that. So, like, it was a very, very well-to-do, well-to-do, well-to-do. So Don't addition- Catholics believe in, like, intercession? Is that a thing? What is like, interse- what's intercession? Like, saints or, like... I, th- I think it's like saints would intercede on your behalf, like through life and like f- to God and stuff like that. Is that a thing? I don't know why I'm asking you like you're going to know. Well, it's because but... I-, I was Christian, sprinkled with water and deemed Catholic as a child. So maybe that's why you're asking me, but I don't know. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> like, I-, I feel like that's a thing. But like, I don't know if that's a thing. If we have any Catholics out there, let me know. I mean, I know Catholics so like sure. carry certain saints with them. Yeah, because it's like the saying of like such and such would intercede on your behalf if like something bad happened. I feel like I think I might be completely wrong. To, but I don't know. to a degree, I think that that is true. Okay, because I know uh, my grandfather; he was Catholic, and he had uh, a saint in his house, like a um, a bust a of a dealio? yeah, a bust of yeah. a saint in his house. So huh. I, don't uh, know. I don't know. So additionally, with the wealth coming in from the higher ups, the abbey expanded to have. 100 monks and 200 lay brothers. So if you can imagine... Yowzers. The place had, had to be pretty big to, to house all these people, right? You want some You want some tea? Uh, you know how much I like tea. I know you like tea. So in 1246, Abbot Lawrence Acklorn... Acklorn, yeah. Was supposedly murdered by three of his <gasps> monks. Oh, no. What was he... What was Abbot Lawrence doing? I don't... I don't know. Uh, I guess being a dickhead i guess some people slipped some poison in his drink while he was partying at high mass and they killed him oh my lord Jesus! at, at high mass oh my gosh Oof. <laughs> that's pretty bad that's there, pretty bad because like everybody is there right everybody's there Jeez. so there was that and then there was apparently a fight in the stables that resulted in somebody f- dying mm. uh servants of a local noble and some people from another abbey got into a fist fight Oh, no. It is looks it? like they weren't super stable when they fought. Get it? Because they were in the no, stable. No. Stop. Get it? No. Get it? No. <laughs> I live to make you roll your eyes that hard. Just so you know. My head hurts. You make my You're head welcome. hurt. Mm. You're welcome. We should probably do this earlier in the day so you have more time to recover. <laughs> I just go straight to bed after this. That's what I do. <laughs> I drain your energy. That's what I do. I'm a I'm an energy vampire. I take several shots of vodka and then I go to bed. <laughs> That's not true. I don't do that. I do not. Yeah. See, I could tell the sarcasm. I don't know. If this is good. Good on you for telling other people. Yeah. That's no. Not I don't what actually. Happens. I don't. I don't drink down wine. I don't. I don't like that. So, uh, except for you. That's yeah. It is what it is. But th- that's a joke. It's fine. It's Again. fine. It's all fine. <laughs> It's, again, still a joke. <laughs> For legal purposes, this is a joke. All right. <laughs> Warfare broke out between England and Scotland. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> no one ever saw that coming. <laughs> I put in parentheses, as we all know, <laughs> which we shouldn't joke. That's not funny. But it's been more than 20 oh. years, so we are legally well, allowed I mean, to joke. It's like, it's like saying the North and the South fought. Like, we all knew it was going to happen. Oh, so, no. You know. So, 1316, excuse me. The Scott army came through and ransacked the Northwest, which included the Furnace Peninsula. The second time they rolled through, the Furnace Abbey paid a ransom to not be ransacked again. They were just like, here's some money. Please leave us the hell alone. I mean, and that's fair. Apparently, they got royal permission 
to fortify the abbey to protect themselves. So, like, apparently they were able to reinforce part of their abbey to, like, I guess one of their gates. So, like, you can't bust down. Yeah. Beefy gate. The Black Plague ripped through at about 1348. Yes, yes. That's not good. So, it wasn't recorded in the abbey how many people died, but... The communities in monastery usually lost about 50% of their people because of how, like, close quarters they were. Oh, wow. That just made... Wow. Okay. Right. Wow. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, so, like, 50% of usually the people in monasteries died. That's so sad. That's fucked up. So, like I said, the Abbey was a super popular place. Uh, it was... It started to become a place of a pilgrimage. Okay. There was this whole thing that there was an image of the Virgin Mary there at the Abbey, and oh. people would travel to see it. And I mean, that's pretty it. cool. Yeah, so that was a whole thing. They also had two books that were made to, like, record all the gifts they received and privileges that were personally bestowed upon them by the Pope himself. Oh, damn. Yeah, so, like, they kept up records of what had happened. I don't know what some of them were. I couldn't find anything about that, so I was like, neat, moving around I mean, that's cool regardless. Yeah, so I got this guy. I thought this was kind of funny. Apparently, there was, like, this Dick Abbott. He was, like, elected. No, he was the guy that was murdered. Yeah, that was the guy that was murdered. This is a new one. A couple hundred years later. By the name of Alexander Bank. Okay. He was 30 when he was elected. I feel like that's pretty young for an yeah. abbot. Yeah. So the other abbots like oversaw the election and they were like, oh, no, this is going to be great. Like, he's going to be so cool. Like, he's going to be like this great person in charge. He apparently was a penis for the whole oh, no. 30 years that he was alive and was in charge. No. He, yeah. Apparently the, his time there was like deemed as like full of like discourse and manipulation and dishonesty and a bunch of shit. He was oh. mean to the tenants. And the neighbors at the abbey, but but brown-nosed nobles, like crazy. Of course he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. So he ended up pissing off the Earl of Derby. Jesus. Which, which was the most powerful earl in that area. Oh, he goofed. So the earl showed up with 2,000 troops and attacked the abbey. Well, it was a good <laughs> run, Alex. It was a good run, my man. Yes, uh, so Bank fled like a little bitch. Took took a took a bunch of jewels and took off. He did a bunch of other like really shitty stuff, but this is like oh yeah, my favorite. So he took off for London and like hi- hid hid out, hide it out. Yeah. Until uh, he cried to King Henry the Eighth and the Pope. Oh no. Yes. Oh no. And yes. this was before. Oh no. Yep. So okay. So uh cried and they both restored his position because apparently they anointed somebody else and they were like no he's still technically so he got his position back and he was still a penis penis he did not I'm learn his lesson not surprised <coughs> i'm not surprised somehow so the downfall of the abbey happened in 1573 when henry the eighth was like i want a divorce and then yep. the and then the catholic church was like no and then sorry henry, man we can't do that henry the eighth was like i'm gonna watch me mm-hmm. hold my beer and then that whole that whole thing happened right we all yeah, know the whole thing with the divorcing the first wife murdering like the other three 
you know, beheading, di- more divorces, the whole thing. Yeah, not that. Yeah, it was, a, it was a whole thing. Yeah, it so was when a whole be- thing. Church of England. Whole, it was a whole thing. Yeah. So when he became head of the Church of England, um, all other abbeys were to be like dismantled and certainly. Yeah, there, there was like a there was official title for what that's uh, what that was called, but I can't recall what the name uh, was. Angry man wants a divorce, so he divorced the church. <laughs> that was the title. <laughs> that's it. That's what it's called. Uh, trademark TM. Put it TM, on a TM, sticker. TM. Great. <laughs> so those monks and abbeys who were like, can we just stay? Like, can we just mm-hmm. like be a secondary religion? Those people were beheaded. Yep. Yep. So uh, the head of the furnace at the time surrendered the abbey to the crown and was just like, I don't want to be beheaded. We're done. You got it. Yep. It's, go- it's yep. all good. Uh, the crown made sure that the monks were dispersed and the abbey was torn down. Jesus. Like like physically, actually. That's fucking like, rude. Dismantled. Yeah. There were, so after that point, uh, was no longer an abbey. The remains of the abbey was used as a manor house. But then was used as a farmhouse and then kind of slowly dilapidated over the years. It was briefly rebuilt in 1847 and operated as the Furnace Abbey Hotel. Though after World War II, the abbey was pretty much demolished because it suffered some damage from World War II. And the the hotel was gone. So currently the abbey is just like a park you can visit. And it's like a national uh, grade one, whatever the UK uses to yeah to do the thing and uh yeah well that's really sad i feel like it would be more like balls haunted if it was still standing bro it is balls haunted oh proceed it's pretty spook me (laughs) it is it is and i quote balls haunted yeah okay um right so because this place had like so many monks and shit there's still monks like actively wandering the place a lot that that's that tracks yeah, so let's see. Wandering the grounds, in the ruins, like outside, inside, anything's fair game. They there's one that slowly walks along the grounds towards like the gatehouse, and then kind of just disappears into the wall. I guess there wasn't there was a door there at one time. That would make uh, sense, right? Uh, there's one that continuously ascends the remnants of a of a staircase. Of a stone staircase in the abbey, just kind of on again on loop of it just walking up the staircase. In 1980, a 16 year old boy visited the area or visited mm-hmm. the abbey, right? He said that he saw a hooded man on a horseback near the west gate and he proclaims that it was an apparition that he saw. Okay. And he, like, he's now like a, a well, maybe he's still alive. I don't know. Uh, he's a surgeon in. Australia, and he swears to this day he saw this ghost horseback Damn. man. But he's not the first one. He's not the first one. Apparently, it's very common to see it like ride past the tavern. Uh. So uh, sometimes that same, or maybe different. I don't know. Uh, a monk that rides a horseback, its head is missing. The monk's head of is course. missing. Uh, He's which would beheaded? Damn you, King Henry! No. <laughs> No, actually, um, it's it's speculated that he would have the, the monk would have lost his head during the first war of Scottish independence. Oh, because claymores were a thing. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love how you were just like, yeah, giant sword, chop head off. That makes sense. It does. Hundred percent. Okay. In nineteen eighty-eight, 
Oh, this one's my favorite. In 1988, Roy Chatfield was taking pictures around the Abbey, as one does Certainly. When, they are, when it, they are a photographer, right? That's yeah, like in the name or something. <laughs> <laughs> he took a picture of the West Tower and caught a, a captured, caught a figure captured on film. Great. I was so tired when I wrote this. Caught a figure on the film. Are you in my notes? Yeah. Do you see it by the underneath the tree, right hand side, left hand side, left hand side, uh, towards? There's not somebody standing in the picture. That's just that's that's not somebody there. No, he said that there was nobody standing there when he took the picture, and that showed up when he developed it. That's that's that, a fucking that, dude. Like a like that bright ass person standing there. Correct. Yeah. Did they wear white robes or did they wear black robes or brown or whatever so, undyed stuff? So so uh, when other people see the monks huh? or or the white lady, uh, huh? they are depicted oh. as being white. Oh. So it's not the huh. first time that somebody said I saw a monk and it was completely white. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that that picture is in my notes. That's spookalicious. It's it's nice. I found a story on YouTube, and I linked it in my notes. A woman on the back of a motorbike. So she was riding on the back of the motorbike. There was also a side cart to the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Motorbike, whatever. 1960s, I think. 1970s. The woman was driving down on the roads near the abbey. So I guess there's abbey, like there's a road that you can drive through to see the place. Uh, she was on the back of the bike. And as they were kind of like going around a corner, she said the lights on the motorbike went out. Okay. I think she said that the bike died. Okay. But the, they definitely came to a stop. And when they did, she described out in front of her on the left-hand side, she said it was a, a white, f- she, it was almost like, a, she said like a cellophane, cellophane bag. Okay. Floating through the air, about yeah. a foot off the ground, but she said it had a hood. And it oh. was white, but it had a blue tinge around it. And it crossed the road from left to the right, and it disappeared behind a tree. Like, once it got to the tree, it disappeared. Okay. And as soon as it disappeared, the motorbike came back on. Cool. And the, and the driver was like, we're going to turn around. That's smart. And not go that That is way. a smart driver. <laughs> so, they turned around, and, and then that was that. Gross. So, to the white lady. Okay. So, with it being an abbey... It was it was usually filled with dudes. Correct. But now there's a ghost chick walking around the grounds. Cool. And Okay. And they really don't know why. But but here's some speculations. Okay. Speculate she, away. She is either a guardian spirit that is guarding, as a guardian does. Over Weird. <laughs> also in a- the name. <laughs> Guarding over a supposed treasure that is on the ground. Apparently, there's also a rumor that the Holy Grail is might be buried here as well. Oh wow! Or, or, or Noah's Ark. One of the two. One of the two might potentially be here. Ark so, of the Covenant. One, or that one of the, the. I can't remember quite what it was, but one of those. One of those holy relic things, right? Might be here. <laughs> one, one of those one important of, things. One of those things. I don't know. I, whatever. So. There's that, or which I gotta go. I gotta. Go, I'll read the second one, and then I gotta go back. Okay. Rumor has it that it was also potentially the daughter of a squire who had a secret love and would meet him on the grounds 
of the of the broken down abbey right Ooh, that's so, spicy yeah so apparently the man got lost at sea and then she came back every day to hopefully find him there and never did that's not sad yeah so it's one of the two hmm. or or the two completely separate entities and it do it a be but it could be one of two so signs that she is around is that apparently she likes to extinguish lights Candle lights, I guess, or torches, whatever. Awesome, she, that's fun. Yeah, apparently she puts out lights. Cool, that's that's really nice and polite and so sweet. So sweet. Uh, a man in 1970 came to visit, and he reported while he was walking the grounds that she appeared next to him and was walking with him for several minutes. Well, that's nice. She turned he, his flashlight off? <laughs> no, <laughs> but... He said that he was scared because he could see right through her, and he refused to ever go near the West Gate ever again after that happened. Yeah, that's smart choice, my man. Another woman who was driving near the Abbey said that she had her rearview mirror completely filled with light. Like she said, mm-hmm. it was she thought it was a car behind her, but as she kind of like tried to fiddle with her rearview mirror to get it to stop, she couldn't. It just okay. was a blinding white light. She turned around in her seat to just look out her back window, and the white lady was sitting in the back of her car. Absolutely the fuck not. That is um, <gasps> not okay, ma'am. That's that's not something that I would like for you to do. Thank right. you. Right. So uh, she, I think, drove for a little bit farther, and then when she the white light went away, and then she turned around, and the white lady was gone. I would have fucking wrecked my car. <laughs> Like, there is no thought in my, like, question in my brain that I would have turned around and seen somebody sitting in the back of my car and been, what the fuck? And then yeeted off of the road on accident. <laughs> That's it. That's what would have happened. That, that, that would be the end of my is story. That, is that game plan? Like, is that... How no, that's just what would happen. My brain would go, what is that? And then I would like twitch out of fear and then I would just <laughs> yeet myself off the road. That's what would happen. There's no fight or flight here. Only terror in arm twitches. Okay, so... That's <laughs> <laughs> not... All right, note to self. Hmm. Don't sit in the back of Zoe's car and scare the shit out of her. Yeah, because we'll both die. Fair. Yeah. That's fair. That, mm-hmm. is, that is fair. All right. So, mm. last place is the custodian's cottage. It, it used to be the cottage of the caretaker of the grounds. And I guess, obviously, there's not a caretaker anymore. So, it's now a cafe shop. Oh, cute, I guess. That's, that's what we do nowadays. We take old, yeah. run-down, cute little cottages, and we make them cute little cafes. Yeah, or co- Airbnbs. Or Airbnbs. Yeah. But I was going to say cafes for cottagecore lesbians to show up in. Yeah, I mean, that works, too. Or it can be like a, a combination cottagecore cottage coffee shop plus an Airbnb. I mean, like two birds, one stone, you know no, what I mean? No, mm-hmm. no, no. Yep. So in 1996, the building caught on fire. Oh, no. Yeah. And as as it is in, in the name, firefighters showed up. Yeah, because they fight fire. It's in the name. It's like with their fists, not with anything else. They <laughs> no. physically fight it. <laughs> I'm going to punch this fire out. Fuck you. Uh, That's what fight happens. this fire, bitch. Fight me one-on-one. Put, put them up. Put them up. We're going to go up back. <laughs> I'm so done with you. We're almost done. I'm almost done. <laughs> God, uh, they they reported that a girl, a little girl, was calling out from the upstairs window. Aww. So they ran up there, and no one was up there. There was never any signs of anyone being in the house. There was never anybody that was recovered from the fire. That's spooky. 
I don't like that because, like, what if one of the firefighters got trapped and he couldn't fight his way out of the fire? That's then sad. he would just take off his gloves and bare fist that flame. No, I'm saying, what if he couldn't like fight his way out? Bare fist, as in fight, not yeah, okay, not as in like actual bare fists. Any no, anyways. Um, <laughs> moving right along, uh, a medium with no apparent knowledge of this firefighter incident said that there was a child's body buried underneath the floor in the cottage. They never took her seriously, and they did not dig up the floor to find out. I don't like that. Yep, I don't like it either. That's really sad. That's really sad. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. So that is that is uh, Furnace Abbey. Now, I know in the email that Rachel wrote, she was like, oh, apparently, like, some woman's heart is on the grounds, and she's constantly looking for it. That might be another story for the white lady. Uh, but after doing extensive Google research and use, optimizing Google search to find Furnace Abbey and Heart, I couldn't find anything. So, Oh, man. No, I didn't find a story about a woman having her heart buried on the Abbey grounds and she's constantly looking for it now. That'd be kind of messed up. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, I don't like that. So, yeah. That's like the, tell, the telltale heart on steroids. I don't like the, it. The what? The telltale heart. What is the telltale heart? It's an Edgar Allan Poe poem. Oh, 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 yeah. The heart underneath the floorboards, or the person under the floorboards, or whatever. Jesus, what the fuck? What? That guy nerd. Fuck you. You're a nerd. (laughs) Rude. Anyways, anyways. All right. So I'm done. Any questions? Uh, not at this time. But I reserve the right to ask them if they come into my brain. That's fair. (laughs) Okay. All right. So that's that. Glad you be here. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. But this is the part of the episode where we give a shout out to our latest Patreon members. And we did. I finally got the name of the person. Uh, her name is Sissy. Thank you so much for being our Thanks. newest Patreon member. She subscribed to our psychic tier. Hell she, yeah. Medium, medium, medium tier. tier. There we go. Medium yeah. tier. I was like, I'm so tired. Um, so uh, thank you. Appreciate Hell it. Hell yeah. There's your shout Welcome out. Welcome to the fam, my dude. Thanks for. Um, oh, I got it. Oh, I did. I did. I did mail out the sticker. I was like, oh, God, I didn't do that. But I did ASAP. Hell so, yeah. So that should probably be there by the time this episode airs. Whoop, whoop. So if you want to support us like Sissy has, be sure to head on over to Patreon. And if you would just like to help us out a little bit, it would be super dope, super, super, super dope if you could leave a review yes, please. on iTunes. Our re- review rating is going back up. Which is, we greatly appreciate that. And then if you're on Spotify, please be sure to smash that follow button so you get alerts when our newest episodes drop, when I don't fuck them up. And (laughs) anywhere else you're listening, please be sure to do the thing. Yeah, because if you like what we do, rate and review. That makes me so happy. Okay. I'm so glad. (sighs) Okay. Zoe Knowlton, tell me what your topic is for today. Okay. Okay. So so today, today I am... um, Sticking a little, like, weird in between us. Uh, I'm covering Rotherwood Mansion in Kingsport, Tennessee. Weirdly been, in between us. Ben, 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 my brother, he lived there for, like, four years. Kingsport? Hmm? No. On. No. Johnson City is where Ben lived. Kingsport's in the Tri-City area. Mm. Alex lived in Kingsport. Alex. Hello, Alex. Alex is from Kingsport, so. Oh, nice. Uh, Rock on. Hello. <laughs> Tell, email me if you've ever heard of this place because uh, it's pretty spooky. I'll, I'll I think have it's him. He'll he'll message me as soon as he hears us. He'll be like, "Oh my god, we're ah. going! Meet me halfway!" And then yeah, I mean, okay. we we can't go to this place. It's currently a private residence, so unfortunately, no. 
but uh yeah we can just knock on the door and be like uh we're like famous podcasters uh is- hello ma'am can we come into your home is that okay thank you we, and then just we- walk in no I, th- I think that's how the police show up and get involved but i don't know maybe not we'll see we'll see we'll find oh, out wait. alex alex has a particular charm that i that i call the alex charm which is hmm. somehow he manages to get away with shit because he's just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you help me? And people help him. So. I mean, that's genius. Yes. So I'm down I, for that. I call it the Alex charm. And I'm yeah. pretty sure Alex um, could get us in. I mean, it's probably a combination of like just his natural charm, but also being a Southern boy in a Southern place. Because if you turn that, that Southern charm up, people will do anything for you. Because they're like, oh, honey, you're just so cute. And then they'll help you. Yeah, pretty much. So. That's, that's, what I told. that's a cool superpower. That's what I told him. I was like, you have a superpower. He, he, I don't know if he won't. I'll ask him if I could tell him. Okay. Alex, Alex, when you hear this, let me know if I could tell the story of when you went to go interview at your position and what happened with the, with the bathroom break. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead. Okay. All right. Go perfect. Ahead. All right. So this story, unfortunately, is a little dork. So like dark. So here we go. Okay. I'm going to get settled tell me yeah 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 so this mansion was built in 1818 by reverend frederick a ross a 21 year old man he and his family inherited a vast acreage of this land that was like all along the north and south forks of the holston river that pretty much ran all the way to virginia so like a big ass like track of land right okay so roth ross ross a wealthy plantation owner you Read almost it. tripped me. You almost tripped Read me. It. You Read almost it. tripped me up, you Read asshole. It. <laughs> Read uh, what it Ross, says. a wealthy Butts plantation owner, moved to the area with his slaves and carriages. And that's that's how we know the story is going to be dark, because it's in the South in the 1800s oh. and they're slaves. So okay, here we so, are. Okay. Never mind. Let's reel that in. That's the only... That's no, the no, only... I mean, it's fine. That's okay. the only Butts? That's the only thing the I only put Butts in there. The only Butts plantation? Yeah. Okay. I swear. Okay. Promise? Only one. I only do one. Okay. 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 Cool. I was about to say, because if I stumble across dildos, I'm going to scream laugh and be <laughs> upset. But <laughs> no, I'm so glad I put that early on and not later in, because that would have been so Ooh, inappropriate. It's fine. It is what it is. Okay, good. So, of course, him being a, a big, wealthy man, he wanted a huge house. So they built the home facing the river, and it even had a like full garden outside and then a rooftop pool in the 1800s. A rooftop pool. You're joking. No. Slaves would have to carry water from, like, the ground up four flights of stairs and put it in the pool to make sure water was still there on the roof because it would evaporate. That's rude. That's rude as fuck. That's unnecessary. That's, that's a little much. That's yeah, a that's, little much. Mm, that's a lot. There's so, no need. There's no... The support, not at all. Absolutely like, none. That's... You would have to put up so much support in mm-hmm. your house. Yeah. Ridiculous. For that amount of water on the roof, for no absolutely reason. ridiculous. Yeah, okay. no, just I'm I'm wealthy. Look at my wealth. Laughs and privilege. That's all I got. Oh, that makes me upset. <laughs> so so Ross uh, was or, uh, Frederick. I guess I, I could call him Frederick, uh, which is my cat's name. Weirdly enough, <laughs> Frederick was wa- married to a woman named Theodosia, which is an equally weird name, and they had twelve name. children. I my. My twelve. My my junk hurts. My twelve. My downstairs. My downstairs mix up hurts. Mm-hmm. Hearing yep. that. Ugh. Twelve. Twelve of them. 
12 or oh, what? 12. 12. Okay. 12. So Frederick, <laughs> Frederick was a uh, uh, unusually kind man as far as um, anybody who, like, owns... Uh, like any anybody who like uh, as a slave owner he was relatively kind as as kind as a man who owns another man can be i suppose i guess um yeah um unlike many other slave owners he did not engage in just like wanton cruelty um which you know that's 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 good i guess okay i guess i mean it's not good but like it's good you know like eh, it's not good so frederick frederick had this beautiful daughter named rowena just wild names all up in this bitch. What, what so, is with rich people and weird ass names? Oh yes, my daughter Rowena. I, <laughs> I don't get it. So, <laughs> Rowena was really well liked by everybody in Rossville, and like she, he had sent her to like the finest northern school. So like she was very like well able to articulate and could speak very clearly and like very smart girl. Right, everybody in Rossville, which became Kingsport, was like, she's great. Yes. That was my question. Okay, yeah. Rossville, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Rossville later became Kingsport, which was two words, which later got smashed together and made one word. Great. Yeah, so we got a whole lot of history bullshit here. Name changes. So with everybody liking her and thinking she was super cool, she had a lot of young men that were, like, super interested in courting her and marrying her, right? Because, like, she's a she's a hot commodity. She's a very, very attractive lady. Very right. pretty. She, of course, fell in love with one man, and they became engaged. And on the day of their wedding, her soon-to-be husband and some of his other friends, like, both families were at this the Rotherwood mansion and were, like, hanging out and spending time together. And her soon-to-be husband and a couple of his friends decided that they were going to go fishing to, like get rid of some of the pre-wedding jitters, you know? Right. So they took this, like, little boat out onto the Holston River in view of, like, both the families and the bride-to-be. So, like, everybody can see them. They're, like, fishing. They're having a good time, right? Right. So the thing you need to know about the Holston River is that it's known for its hidden currents. So the top of the water can look just real smooth and everything is fine. And then underneath is not fine. Things are not okay. Oh, no. So somehow the boat capsizes. As everybody is watching, and all four of them go into the water and start floundering and getting pulled under, and they struggle. Things are not okay. So somehow, miraculously, three out of the four of them make it back to the shore. But of course, Rowena's husband-to-be was the one that did not. Ah, what the fuck? Yeah, so things, things that doesn't start off great, just get, goes downhill. His body was never recovered, so I don't know what happened to him. Uh, he drowned, obviously, but I don't know where he ended up. Yeah. So Rowena immediately, like, fell into a very deep, dark depression because this was, like, this was her true love, right? So after two years, like, she reclused herself, didn't go out, didn't socialize, didn't, like, see anybody outside of her immediate family for two years. Mm. After that two years, she decided, okay, you know, like, I'll go out and I'll, like, try to make friends and, like, talk to people and, like, see see where things go, right? Okay. So... Soon enough, after she leaves her house, um, she is announcing her engagement to a rich young man from Knoxville. So she's fallen in love again, or she's just, you know, like, it's not the same, but like, it's, well, you know, this will do, right? Yes. Yes. God, Knoxville and Kingsport are like... By car, that's like an hour and a half. Hour and a half. So quite quite a ways for horse and carriage. What a long distance. No, trains. No? 
Were trains a thing? Trains a thing. I think trains were a thing. I mean, I trains could potentially be a thing, but did a train remember. run from Kingsport to Knoxville? I don't remember. I don't I don't think at this point it did, actually, no. now that I'm thinking about it. So, yeah, horse and carriage, that was quite a ways. Probably Ooh. like a day's travel. Woo! Or Yowzers. two. Yeah. Okay, Here all right. So, they got engaged to be married, uh, but tragedy struck again, and he died from yellow fever. Bro, what the fuck again? Yep. She's cursed. So, of right course, up. she right falls into her. another deep, dark depression, as you would. So we fast forward 10 years here, and she's finally found love again and has married, and things are going well. Things are going well, surprisingly. Okay. This time, 10 years later, things are going okay. So the two of them had a child together, and, like, things were going good. Uh, They lived in their own house. Everything was fine. Uh, The kid, like, she grew up to be six years old, and Rowena took her to, like, visit her parents and, like, see her dad. And she was sitting by the river... And saw no. the spirit of her first love waving at her from the water and, like, extending his hand, beckoning <gasps> her to come. So she tells everybody what she saw. And nobody thought, hey, maybe she's going to do something dumb. So that night, she puts on her wedding gown that she would have worn at their wedding and walks into the river and drowns herself. Bro! Yeah, so that's that's not good. That's not fun. What the? F- that's, not, that's not good. Right? Not Okay. Uh so as I, I said, this. things things just go downhill from here, my dude. How can it get worse than that? Oh my god. So Frederick Ross, later on in his life, like after like following his his daughter's death, um, start and like pre-Civil War, started to make some like really poor business decisions because of course he was grieving, right? Right. So he ended up lo- like making some poor business moves and lost a large amount of his money. So he had to sell the plantation. Oof. Right. So he ended up selling the plantation to a gentleman named, a plantation and all of his slaves, to a guy named Joshua Phipps, who happened to be the overseer of the mansion and the plantation. Okay. So he was like, this this guy is like the one person that can afford the place. So... He started drafting the paperwork, and that day he started freeing as many slaves as he could because he knew that Phipps was not a good guy. So here's where it gets real dark, and I'm so sorry, everyone. Uh, if you want to skip the rest of this, I totally understand. That is more than fine because you, I, I imagine you can see where it's going to go. Yep. So F- Ross knew that Phipps was a really cruel man, and he just wanted to spare as many people as he could from the fate of being owned by that kind of guy. So Phipps was... Just just truly an evil, cruel guy. Like, absolutely no redeeming qualities about this fella. So he actually, once he took over, it, it was like the dam broke. And he turned the basement of the Rotherwood mansion into slave cells. And he, there was like this one large room downstairs, like in the basement, that had dirt floors, dirt walls, and had one opening in and out that like he would put all of the field slaves in at night so they would have to like crouch under there because it's not a full-size basement it's a little bitty dirt basement they would have to go in there and then even like when it was cold it didn't matter uh they would just put like bars over that hole to keep people inside there was no glass there was no like covering so it got really cold in the winter and really hot in the summer because there was no insulation nothing not a good place to be. Not a good time. Oh, why? Why do you feel the need to do that? 
this one's bad and I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, everyone. If uh, blood and hurting people makes you uncomfy, just skip a couple seconds. Blake. So Phipps had a whipping post installed in the front room of the third floor facing the river in his house. Why in the house? He enjoyed listening to the screams of the slaves as they were whipped. And the neighbors, uh, the neighboring plantations and landowners could hear the screams from their houses. Um, the whippings Ow. were, this, this is a really bad part. Uh, they were so violent and so often um, that now, now, like currently, on humid days, when there's a lot of moisture in the air, it gets into the wood and you can see the blood stains on the wooden floors of the room. I hope that guy is rotting in hell. It's bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. Whew. Okay. Okay, I think that's the, uh, that's the worst part, I think. I think, from what I, I remember in the haze in which I wrote these, because I was just Jesus. Um, okay. okay, so the people of Kingsport all were like, Phipps is a piece of shit. Like, absolutely did not like him. Like, nobody was a fan of this guy because Good. of the way that he treated his slaves. Not, not, not cool with this dude. Now, now, as awful as Phipps was, his mistress was worse. Uh, she was a former slave herself, and she she was freed. She was a former slave. She was um, she seemed to almost despise slaves more than Phipps did. Bruh. So she, she was a lot meaner. She she was the one that would like take part in physically doing things to people instead of just ordering it to happen. And Phipps' wife actually knew about the mistress, was like 100% aware of it, but she was too scared of both of them to do anything. Understandably so. Holy shit. Yeah. So, so not good. Not good. And she also didn't like try to stop them for that same reason because she was scared. Which, I mean, I understand. That's, yeah, I'd be, I'd be scared too. That's, yeah. Ugh. Now, Phipps wasn't just garbage to his slaves. He was also really shitty to his family. Which, I mean, that kind of, that kind of tracks. That makes sense. Ugh. So, he had a daughter whose name was Priscilla, who during the Civil War was waiting faithfully for her young lover to return from the war to come and marry her, right? Right. Her father, who disapproved of the young farmhand, didn't want him to marry his daughter, so he paid somebody to have him killed on the battlefield. What a bastard. Yeah. I freaking hate this. And, like, he didn't... He didn't... Like, oh no, your boyfriend's dead. It was, oh hey, I killed your boyfriend. So Priscilla died at 20 from grief. A literal psycho. This guy is a psycho. Yeah, absolutely trash. Trash human being. So Phipps was very open about how whenever he died, he want like what he wanted, how like his burial arrangements. He didn't want to be buried like a normal person was buried. He wanted to be buried on the property at the top of one of the hills vertically so that he was always standing up, looking down the valley into where the slaves were working so he could always watch them work for the rest of his eternity. Like he would he would shout that like he was very open about that to anybody and everybody that would listen. Not a good dude. Not not a with it kind of guy. (laughs) So, of course, it seems like karma kind of came into play later in his life. So by 1861, or July of 1861, Phipps became really ill very suddenly. Just like, it, it just like he was fine, and then the next day he was dying. Like, things were very fast. 
Whoa. Doctors could not explain why he was sick. So they had no, they weren't like, oh, it's a cold. Like nobody knew what it was. And his family was kind of afraid of contracting whatever the hell it was. So they put him in and like quarantined him in the carriage house by himself and tasked a young slave boy to watch him and like fan him constantly to keep him cool because no AC, right? Right. He lingered for days. Like, feverish, delusional. Like, he wasn't hot to the touch, but he was acting like he was feverish. Mm-hmm. Sketchy. Weird. Right? Right. So then, uh, suddenly, for the first time in days, like, this this boy is, like, fanning him with, like, this big palm leaf fan dealio, right? That, like, yeah. people make people use. Yeah. Phipps' eyes snap open, and he was fully awake, fully, like, with it. He's like, his eyes were like whipping around the room crazily. And then he looks behind and slightly above this kid, right? And so the kid's like, okay, that's fucking weird. And like turns around to see what Phipps is looking at. And the kid screams like bloody murder freaking out. So what he saw was a sickly buzzing cloud was forming in the air. And it was like wriggling And it looked like it took the boy a couple of moments to like put together what it was because it was just this big black mass. It was hundreds and hundreds of flies all together in a mass. I got chills. So this cloud got thicker and thicker as more flies joined. And then it descended on mass onto Phipps. Like didn't touch the kid, just straight onto Phipps. Covered his face. This is also really gross. So if this stuff freaks you out, sorry. They were, like, crawling and running over his face until they wedged themselves in his nose, his ears, and as he was screaming into his mouth until he suffocated and died. That's on record that that happened? Correct. Yes. So the boy freaked the fuck out, as you would, uh, and ran to the main house to get help. Uh, He he was like, I don't know what's happening. Something's fucked up's going on. Come here. So the family... And the doctor showed up, talked to this kid. He was like, this is what happened. I saw the flies. I saw all this. Like, I don't know what is going on. So they get to the carriage house and they walk in and there's Phipps. He's dead. His eyes are wide open. His mouth is like slack and his whole face is frozen in fear. And there's not a fly in sight. (gasps) It's like they just disappeared. So that's cool. Did they not like kill that boy? And think I, that he did I it? don't know what happened to him. I'm choosing not to look into it too far because I really hope he's okay. Or but. they didn't tell him. But yeah, yeah. Uh. So uh, now this this next because that was only reported from the boy, right? So this next event is something that is in like folklore that is passed down from generation to generation to generation. So for this to have happened, it would have been like current times, great, great, great grandparents. So three greats. And that is something that is passed down per generation. Like, hey, this is something that I witnessed. This is what I saw kind of thing. So this is all like documented, passed down generation to generation stories. Okay. So Phipps funeral was, of course, it was more like a social event than it was like a funeral because everybody was like, ah, this guy was a fucking dick. Let's go. Let's like celebrate he's dead, right? Because <gasps> so, everybody knew about how cruel he was and they were like, mm, we're going to put that bitch in the ground today. So, of course, they, they did what he wanted to and they were going to put him up like the very top of the hill, however the fuck you wanted. They, were, they didn't bury him vertically. They just like stuck him horizontally like you do because why? Um, <laughs> so, so as the hearse, which was uh, a, like a carriage, right? Um, right. Opened carriage, just like a, like a flat thing with two big horses 
pull it up this hill. So as they're going, like the sky starts to darken and it looks like it's gonna like thunderstorm, right? So everybody's like, oh shit, we better get this done so we can get inside and like not drown. So the horses start going up the hill and they get like halfway up and they're struggling and straining like way more than they should be to be just hauling this because like one horse can pull more than a single dude and like what is happening they struggled so hard that they dug furrows into the ground as they were trying to pull this so that's a little weird that's a little weird right that's a little odd yeah that's a little sketchy so they get up to the top of the almost like like to the top of the hill and they're like going down the road to the gravesite and lightning comes out of the sky strikes a tree right next to the road knocks it over across the pathway and blocks the road bullshit yeah bullshit (laughs) so at this point everybody who is around is like oh shit like they're muttering and talking about evil and god and about how maybe god doesn't want us to bury this guy here maybe like evil is like he's trying to stop evil like what's happening like everybody's freaking out right like low-key so the pallbearers just walk up to the casket pick it up off the thing and carry it the rest of the way because they're like we're gonna get this motherfucker on the ground and we're going home how did the yeah. horses not freak out and take oh, I'm off? Sure they, well, I'm sure they freaked out. I don't know why they didn't take off, but like. Okay. Yeah. So okay. so they take the casket over to the gravesite, set it down. The pastor's already there waiting for them. Um, as the pastor begins to give Phipps his last rites, his final words, the river down at the base of the hill starts to churn and bubble almost as if it were boiling. The currents beneath it are moving so quickly that the water started to turn muddy. So it wasn't it's like clear, regular, like river water. It's muddy as shit. <laughs> That's not good. So thunder starts rolling louder and more often. And so everybody's like, oh, no, what's happening? Like looking up at the sky, thinking it's going to open up and pour. Then they look down at the casket, which is covered with like this, this black lacy veil type thing. Right. Right. It starts to move. The casket is moving. It's sitting on the ground. The casket is moving. Um, what? It, it, it's vibrating, is how it was described, is the casket is vibrating as though something inside it wanted out very badly. Then they started to hear the scrabbling noises of what sounded like claws against wood. And then with a roar, a gigantic black dog bursts out of this casket bolted from under the black cloth, snarling at everybody as it runs off into the woods and vanishes. The casket itself was completely unharmed. So terrified, everybody looks at the pastor for what to do. He's white as a sheet, freaking out. He like quickly finishes what he was saying. They put the coffin in the ground, bury it up, and then everybody starts to leave. And as soon as they start to leave, the sky opens up and starts to pour. And that is something that has been documented in a lot of different places by a lot of different families that yeah that's what we saw that's what happened because the whole town was there whoa yeah yep that's gross i don't like that ha 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 but but they put him Mm -hmm. not a dog into the casket. correct yep he was in the casket not the dog so after this after this this whole thing happened the mansion sat empty for a long time 
until 1906, when the land was sold to the Holston Farms, which was controlled by George L. Carter. And George Carter paid Jim Dobbins to move into the house and, like, run the farm for him. Around 10 years later, uh, it was sold to a guy named John Dennis, who bought it, renovated it, added electricity, a new kitchen, and built a guest house for his servants. Then at the start of World War II, he sold the house to the U.S. Army. And then after World War II was over, they sold it back to Dennis. And then eventually he sold it to Herbert Stone, whose family owned it until it was sold to Sam Pinkering, who died in the home a year after he bought it in 1984. That's Then it was not, not a good thing. Like anybody who moved into this house pretty much like stayed there for a short period of time and then left. Or, like, didn't stay there for forever. Okay. Um, then finally, um, late 80s, early 90s, it was sold to a doctor who had found her dream home. She completely renovated it, like, gutted everything, redid the basement, like, whole, whole big renovation. And she owns it to this day. And she enjoys her privacy. And the home is not available for, like, tours or visits or anything. Um but everybody around still, like, talks about it. So that's cool. And now we're going to go to the hauntings, if that's cool with you. Yeah, because I'm, like, floored. Yeah, it's, it's what? a time. Yep. This is just supposed to be a little place in Kingsport. What do you mm-hmm. mean? Yeah, I'm interested to see if Alex has ever heard of this bit, this place. That's, that's going to be interesting. We'll find out. Okay, so so here here are the hauntings. So those who know the stories about the property absolutely refuse to go onto it after dark. Like, they won't do it. Sorry, too bad. Damn. Yeah. So Rowena, we remember her. She was the first person to die, walk into the water, you know. Control at the lake, um, yeah. Yeah. So she she's seen, like, gliding through the water or walking on the riverbank in front of the house where she drowned. Uh, she's almost always in her white wedding dress. Almost always. Um, you can also hear her, like, crying softly. And then when you, like, go to the sound... It stops. Um, Sometimes you can also see, like, her first love, um, almost as if they're still searching in vain for each other. That's really Ah, sad. That's so sad. Yeah, I don't like that. Priscilla, remember Priscilla? Her daddy killed her boyfriend. uh, Yeah. Boyfriend, yeah. Um, She's still waiting for him to come back. Oh, my God. You can see her staring out of the front window of the mansion. That one's really sad. That one's sad. I didn't like that very much. Um, this one's also really sad. Uh, the spirits of slaves can be seen on the property or in the house, and they can be heard, uh, moaning, wailing, or crying as they were tortured and killed on the grounds. That one's I not hate fun. it. No, I that hate it. not okay. And then, remember the big spooky black dog? Yeah, I was hoping that wasn't gonna make a comeback. <laughs> of course it will. So, today he's known as the Hound of Hell, uh, and he's said to roam around, like, the area around the mansion. And then uh, when it's dark and stormy, you can hear its low, mournful howl all throughout the property. Some people will also see a dark lupine shape running through the grounds. So that's cool. I wonder if Dr. Lady has seen it. I don't know. She's not been open about it if she has. So I don't know. Ah. I don't know. Uh, Joshua Phipps himself is said to haunt this place, which makes sense. Uh, pretty much immediately after he was buried, his family started to experience shadows moving around the house. Uh, so, like, as soon as he was in the ground, he was like, hey, guess what, motherfuckers? I'm here. Um, so that's not cool. 
they also started to hear the sounds of like animals moving through the hall when they had no animals. So like doggy nails clicking on the floor, that kind of shit. Oh um, my mm-hmm. God, that's disgusting. That's cool. Uh, they would even hear his maniacal laughter when they would wake up as their covers were yanked off of them at night. What a douche. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, such so they were an like, asshole. <laughs> what a dick. Uh, so <laughs> it wasn't just the family that had problems with him. So the slaves immediately after his death were pushed to the point of almost rioting. So they would like come to the overseer and then like other people and were like, hey, he's still fucking here and he's tormenting the shit out of us. He and that fucking black dog have shown up and they're just bothering the fuck out of us. Like the dog would go around the outside of like where they were sleeping um, and like the, the housing he would go around the outside, scratching on the walls growling like they would hear phipps laughing like shit was not cool right that's disgusting not okay not a good time so soon after this like eventually the overseer like the new overseer just got so tired of hearing about it that he was like fine if i dig the grave up and you see phipps body will you shut the fuck up and they were like yes absolutely do it so they all go up to the hill he digs them up opens the casket and there's no body in the casket. The body is gone. All that's left is some large black animal hairs. That's it. Bruh! That's it. So he closes the casket, buries it, covers it up, and is like, we never fucking did this. Do you hear me? We never did this. So soon after that, because Mistress Lady was still alive and still fucking with them, uh, the slaves were like, this is some bullshit. I'm tired of your dead boyfriend and I'm tired of you. So they revolted and beat her to death and destroyed Phipps' headstone. So the mistress is buried somewhere on the property in an unmarked grave. We don't know where she is. I mean, so. I'm not sad to any no. degree. Oh, absolutely not. No, not at all. But holy um, shit, this story. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah. It's it's wild, my dude. Um, so after that, uh, now the evil mistress also haunts the mansion and the grounds. Uh, she partners together with Phipps to cause trouble. And she really loves to appear suddenly without warning right in front of you. And then as soon as you start to freak the fuck out and, like, fall down, scream, whatever you do, she just fades. She's also a douche. Yeah, 100%. God! 1,000%. So the last story I have was actually from the 1940s when the guy was putting in, like, electricity and uh, plumbing, right? So during this renovation, uh, two workers were in the basement of the house down in the the slave pens, right? Right. And they were like, this is kind of fucked up. I don't like it down here. This is uncomfortable. Right. And one worker looked over at his buddy and was, like, going to ask him something. And that worker, like, looked up and then, like, froze. He turned completely pale. He screamed, turned around, ran out of the room, ran all the way to his van, and then drove the fuck away. What the hell did he see? So later, he came back and was like, hey, so, no, I'm not going to do this job anymore here goodbye and they were like what the fuck is the problem and he was like okay so he described he was like he had this eerie feeling that something was watching him so he looked up like at the wall where he felt he was being watched right he looks up at the wall and something materializes out of the wall 
in front of him and he sees this tall man who's really well dressed in a dark suit and this large black dog with glowing red eyes and he looks at him for a second he turns pale right and the dog was like growling and baring its teeth and like snapping at him even though it was like kind of far away and then the man looked at him smiled sadistically pointed at the worker and the dog barked jumped forward and started trying to bite the guy and it chased him all the way to his work van but the other one didn't see shit so that's cool holy fuck yeah and that is the the story of the rotherwood mansion there is no way that that doctor lady ain't seen shit in her house i don't know she's lived there since like the 90s and she's she's very happy there apparently so she's lying there's no way so that's that's what i got (laughs) Yeah, it's a it's a wild story, my dude. What a wild time to be alive! What? Yeah, yeah. Do you have any but thoughts, questions, concerns? I have. I know you're processing. You were like really into that story. <laughs> oh my! I know. Wait. Yeah. What? <laughs> yep. Yep. That's that's what I got. I have many thoughts. Uh huh. Uh. So he just gets a dog. So he turned into a dog, and his spirit's still a person. But then he also gets a dog. That's bullshit. I want a dog when I die. I mean, maybe he's, like, uh, part, like, the dog is part of him. Uh, maybe. That could be a thing. That would make sense to me. Um, because maybe he, like, he transformed into the dog uh, after death and ran off. And then just as the years have gone by, he's learned how to, like, split from the dog and be both. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't understand. It spooks me, I don't. That's the first time I've ever heard of that in my entire life. You're welcome. Thanks. It's because it's a private place, so, like, it's hard to... Uh, it's, it's not exactly like anybody has ever gone there to investigate because it is a private residence and she doesn't want people coming around. So most of it is just like the history that I found from people who like grew up in the area. Oh, and I totally forgot to mention this in the story and I can't believe that I did that. But, uh, some of the slaves that like Ross, Frederick Ross, like way back in the day that he freed actually loved him so much because he was such a good, like slave owner i guess i don't know (laughs) they decided to take his last name after they were freed so that's actually um some of diana ross the singer her ancestors were descended from those slaves oh wow yeah fun fact that's crazy yeah isn't that wild so he legitimately was a a good enough dude that they were like yeah we can take your name this is okay which is kind of wild to me that's not anything that i ever considered right. being a possibility so but yeah wild weird. Uh, yeah weird uh. yeah, there's a lot of shit there <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot to process. it's a lot okay okay well thank you for enriching my life i don't know if i was enriching it necessarily but you're welcome are you okay <laughs> i need to go to bed that's that was that i feel like this is uh skinwalker all over again but a yeah. little less but a little less. It was only like four pages instead of like seven. Yeah, but I'm still like <laughs> that happened. What yeah. the hell? Okay, yep. cool, great. Um, thanks for coming. Yeah, that was check great. Out, Thank check y'all. out. Check, <laughs> check out our website at hauntherabarelyknower.com. If you have any more suggestions, any give no, me. any yeah, give give us. Uh, and also, if you have stories, please be sure to email them. You can also reach out to us if you want to like check and see if your story's cool enough with us before you submit it that's also cool too uh check us out on our social media instagram and twitter at 
H-H-I-B-K-H podcast. I am on Instagram. Zoe is on Twitter. Please send Zoe some more jokes. Those are my literal favorite things, my dude. Yeah, but you didn't joke me, though, this episode. It's fine. It's fine. I asked you a lot of frivolous trivia that made you upset. So it's it achieved it's the same purpose. It's fine. What? It, what? Is that everyone's <laughs> goal is just to upset me and watch me freak I out? Don't know. I That and then like everyone else's goal is to see you make dick jokes at me and then me just like. <sighs> so, I mean, it is what okay. it is. <laughs> okay. Cool. Good talk. All right. Um, word. Bird. Th- yes. Yeah. Uh, haunt her. I barely know her. Or, or that, or that fucking mountain dog. chicken. No, mountain chicken. Shut the fuck up. <laughs>